Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This is uh, episode two of season four. Cranking out episodes down here in the basement of the studios yeah. all through the ice season. Short Rod Show HQ. Yep. Ben's house. We got a little upgrade this year with a couple uh, office chairs. Office chairs, yeah. Well, one is upgraded slightly more than the other, yep. I can tell you that. Yep. Got a Freightliner truck seat. Yeah, and I got the thirty two ninety nine special at Staples. Yeah. That was $10 at a garage sale. <laughs> but hey, we're not on folding chairs anymore, so that's good. Yeah, that is a little bit of an upgrade. Upgrade. This one does have there. a little bit of suspension to it now. Yep. But yeah, what are we talking about today, Brett? Well, Ben, this is your episode, the gear Ooh. episode. Talking about new gear. Waiting all season. We're looking this. at buying this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every year you want to upgrade a little bit or change something. You know, something new comes out or something breaks or you're like, or even just your situation changed a little bit, like what we're into now where, yep. you know, we have kids that are frankly yep. old <clears throat> enough, I think, to, you know, start poking around on the ice a little bit and that sort of stuff. And, yep. you know, if there's just things that change that you want to buy some new gear, get things change or, you know, like last year where we did those tip-up things. So now I'm all in on tip-ups. So yeah, uh, I'm yep. going to be building out some tip-ups and uh, well, yeah, why, don't you, deal. why don't you talk about tip-ups a little bit? All right. Because I can tell you're fired up about yeah, this. Yeah, I am pretty pumped up. So maybe so, maybe fill everybody in on our experience last year. Yep. So last year, so previously, you know, I'd been very loosely introduced into tip-ups. No, oh, you hated them. Yeah, I didn't think they were really worth much. Especially those Fraybill uh, insulated Those round, fray, round Fraybill ones. insulated ones are freaking junk, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, they're not very sensitive. They just blow open in the wind. They come in cool colors, They're... Though. They suck. Um, they're plastic. The reel's plastic. Yeah, we did. We were not. We just didn't fishing. know what we were. No, doing. we did not no. do a lot of tip up fishing. But Alex Newmaster comes rolling in deep with one of the with a beaver tail. No, beaver dam uh, bag. Eight beaver dams loaded in that yep, bag. The eight pack. So we finally got exposed to good uh, tip ups and could really see how you use them, like. There was enough of us, so there were four of us. We could use our own. We could all be fishing with jig lines. We could all be fishing with our rods and rods and everything, yep. and then still have extra lines to go set up out on the water. Um, and we had enough of us that, you know, we could have a decent spread out there to really get an idea of how the fish were moving, depths, where they were at. It was awesome. Like, yep. that was, to me, is what tip-ups are for. And yep. it was, it worked great. Like, that's where all of our, eventually that's where all of our fish were coming from was off tip-ups. Uh, and I think some of that was with ice noise which is a thing that I've gotten into in previous seasons yep. from the panoptics is seeing fish move around with ice noise and stuff where with the tip-ups, you get them away from your movement and everything. Yep. I think that makes a big difference. Uh, so this year I'm going all in on the tip-ups. I'm going to buy a bunch of them. Uh, that way I have some for me whenever I'm out fishing. I have some for, you know, when Ben's out or when we have a group of us out, we can have a nice spread of tip-ups out yep. while we're also fishing. And and what's nice in Iowa too, you can buy a three-line license. Yep. So I know that's something like in Minnesota – I think you can buy two. Yeah, you can have two lines ice fishing. Yeah, so that, that's a big deal right there, having three. In Wisconsin, you can have a pile of yep. lines also. Yep. But in Iowa, it's three-line license, so if I'm running one rod, I can have two tip-ups yep. out. Um, so I'm going to buy a handful of tip-ups. And originally, I, I want the beaver dams. You know, I love the Mead in America, Wisconsin, old school. Yep. And they're built like tanks. They're awesome. And we talked about going to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, yep. on our way for, back from Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like an extra hour, and we were like, eh, maybe we should maybe, try it. I don't know. Maybe they'd be cheaper there. Yeah, I don't think they sell them there. They're just a little bit damn expensive. 
I mean, I saw them at are. Fleet Farm over the summer. They were selling them for $80 a piece. Yes, $79. Which is a little 99. bit ridiculous. And that's just your standard, you know, the wood colored. Yeah. Got a red flag. But I have seen now, yeah. like Shields has them for 40 bucks. The American flag ones? No, no, just the regular red flag. <laughs> okay. Old original beaver dam. Yep. Which is a little bit more reasonable, but I can't fill out. I can't buy 10 of those. I just, in my mind, I cannot spend $400 on tip-ups. That's just not... Something that's going to happen. <clears throat> I don't see. I get it though. Like you see all these old tip ups out there. They last forever. They're all beaver dams. As long as you don't lose them. Yeah. You're golden. You're right. So I'm going to. Maybe that's something you pass down to your kids. Might be. Might be. So what, I, what I've done is I bought, I went to Shields the other day uh, and I bought two HT Predator tip ups. So the what I want to make sure I got for the tip ups is at least they have a metal reel, which these Predators have metal reels on them. That way, when you're trying to break through ice and stuff, yes. you don't just break the plastic off. Well, there's a, there's a lot of metal to that. I mean, it's yeah, plastic. It's a heavy-duty piece. I mean, you're not just breaking that. It's I plastic, mean, but it's not like the standard, no, it's like, I guess, I, I the call ones more I like have in composite. mind. Yeah, yeah. Of the, the chintzy. Yeah. It's solid. Plastic ones, yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to buy a couple. I bought a couple of these HT ones to kind of fill out the spread. And then when we go to the ice show, I'll see what I can get for beaver dams. Uh, whether they're cheap or not, whatever. But I would like to have a couple beaver dams in the spread. But oh, yeah. uh, I can't. Yeah, like I said, I just I can't spend four hundred dollars on beaver dam <laughs> tip ups. That's just not going to happen. Have you looked at the used market, Brett? And these, yeah, and they're what selling them for thirty five dollars. <laughs> like what the hell? Uh, where I can buy these for twenty bucks? They, and hold they come their pre- value better than this HT Predator. I bought it for nineteen ninety nine, and it comes preschool pre spooled with Dacron. Yep, like Ready to roll. Yeah. You're not gonna beat that. I mean, you basically you tie it's already a greased. big old hook on there and you're good. Yep. So yeah, I've been looking up rigs. Uh, you know, tying on swivel. Yep. Tie, what type of fluorocarbon do I want? Yep. Hooks. Whether I want to run uh, quick strike rigs or just plain hooks. Yep. Well, what was interesting, like in my mind when I think of tip ups, I think of quick strike rigs. Yeah. Fishing for pike using yep. a hot dog. Yep. But that's not really Iowa fishing. No, and we did really well with smaller standard hooks. And minnows. Small weights and minnows. Yep. Oh, my god! And we were catching yellow bass, perch, yep. everything on them. Yep, absolutely. It was awesome. Yep. Pretty cool. So, yeah, that's going to So, how are you going to carry these thing. around? Bucket. How else do I carry things around? The bucket. Yeah, I just got another bucket to put them in. Throw it in another bucket. Or I'll get one of those. They do have the beaver dam bags. Those aren't crazy expensive, yeah. so I might just buy one of those. That, in, those but. bags are cool because you literally roll up like... Yeah, I don't know. Like, you get like, eight. They fit eight. You're like a gold miner unrolling all his tools. Yeah, like carrying them with you. Unroll everything, or like a roll of kitchen knives or something. A roll of wrenches. Know? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Wrench a wrench roll. bag kind of yeah. thing. Gosh, that's cool. Yeah. So I okay. might buy that to put these in. So um, um, the other tip up that I remember seeing. Can you hand that to me? Yep. The other one I remember seeing. Uh, remember we were on that lake and it was frozen in the. That was a cheatsy one. That because they had those real. I think of HT. They had those real cheap ones right next to it. Yep. But that's not this one. This is substantial. Yep. Yep. Not bad. And you Um, you can tighten this down. And I've got so you know, you know, like they do the 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 rings so you can insulate the hole and stuff. So I've got some of those some uh, uh, what are they called the. Little mats, oh, the like those interlocking foam, mats, foam covers. A little inner, yeah, those foam covers. But I got some of those interlocking mats that we bought. They're they're only like a foot by a foot square. I've got a dozen of them that we bought for our kids or something to play in in the kitchen at one point, but they're not using it anymore. 
So I'm just going to use those. I'm going to cut a slit in them. Then I can put that so the hole don't freeze over as bad. And there you go. I think they'll be good to go. Yep. Nice. So, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about the tip-up fishing this year. My dog's attacking me right now if you hear anything. Yeah, Crazy. she's vicious. Jesus. Go upstairs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got your go. headphones. Go upstairs. Go. All right. We should be good now. So, yeah. Nice. That's kind of my the main focus game. or new thing this year that I'm really going to try to push for is the tip-ups. Pretty much any time I'm out fishing, I want to be able to set up two tip-ups. Because yep. I'm always carrying live bait anyway. Well, I mean, really, the more lines, the more success you're going to have. Yep. And, and I've always got something that I feel like we don't do that. At well. least wax worms with me. Oh yeah. So I can always have something down there yep. running them. Yep. So pretty pumped about that tip up game. I'll be interested to see. I've never really looked at the ice shelf for tip ups. Yeah. I'll look around. Maybe I can find some different brands. Maybe other people are doing. I don't know. I'm just gonna look and see what I find. That's my main. Well, one of my main focuses this year there you at go. the ice shelf. Yep. But we have one dual main focus. Yes. Uh, when so, we go there. so I'll let you dive into that because you've done a little this bit more year, thinking about it. Uh, and, and last year, I mean, we, we got the kids out, and that was a lot of fun, you know, getting mm-hmm. them out on the ice. Uh, I've never seen span, so much excitement for a three-inch bluegill. Oh, my gosh. A lot of excitement in the air. Yep. Attention span is lacking, yeah. but. You better catch just, a fish in 20 minutes. But if you do, you're a hero. If you don't, yeah, they're you're, out. you're pulling your kids in the sled for the rest of the day. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and we just really don't have a space for them to all get together. So yep. uh, we're looking at hub shelters this year. Yep. I think we talked a little bit about it last year, but, um, you know, hub shelters have come a long ways. Oh, yeah. The ones that I remember seeing five, six years ago were chi- cheap, chintzy, you know, tents, basically. Yep. None of them were insulated. You know, it's basically just a big tent that you pop up. Yep. Um, the ones now, Eskimo, Otter, you know, some of those, they are. Nordic. Nordic legend. Yeah. Nordic legend. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are, those are legit. Um, basically Eskimo kind of started the, the step through door. That's kind of a big deal. You got little kids, you know, people are, are saying, Oh no, you know, just, you step up four inches or whatever. No big deal through the They're going to face plan every time. You don't, you haven't seen our kids. Yeah. My kid could trip over a painted line. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that's a big deal. Uh, Otter has that now, uh, on their shelters. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, did the Nordic ones have that? I don't think they do. Oh, all right. And and that's another one. If anybody has info on the Nordic legend stuff, hit us up. I'm tell, interested. Tell us about it. I like the I like the. I brand. feel like they're like really the flying flying under the radar. Yep. Um, I don't know if I've I don't think I've ever seen them at the show. Yeah, I didn't really look. I mean, I would think we'd see, we'd remember something like that. Yeah, I really um, like what got my first attention was that, and you yeah. mentioned it was their composite auger. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really got my attention. Well, at least caught my eye anyways. Yep. So, yeah, Nordic Legend stuff. It's kind of cool. They're Apex Series hubs. Yeah. Oh, and then they got that uh, Oh, that little beveler uh, that you stick down the hole of your, oh, yeah. down your yep. ice hole, and it bevels out the underneath edge yep. of the hole. For when you're really reeling in the big So the fish light. aren't getting stuck on the edge of the ice underneath yep. the water. So this year at the show, we're, about, we're coming home with a hub. Uh, Not exactly dead shed on the brand, but I think we're really eyeballing the Eskimo. Yeah, and part of it is, like, I know last year we kind of looked at them. Yeah. I I don't know if we really had an eye on looking at them for family use. Yep. As much. And I just, there's something to be said about going up, looking at all these different options in person. Yep. Walking through them, standing up in them, 
looking around going, I can put a kid there. I can put a bucket there. I can put a whatever. Yeah, just lay, do your layout. Lay everything right out your, right and go, this is big enough or this is not big enough. Yep. Because I feel like a lot of people buy hubs that are too small and they're like, oh, it's a four or five man. So we're good. Yeah, and it's I like just a want tent. two people. Yeah, it's like a tent. It's like, yeah. Four man tents made to... for one to two people. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Better to get a bigger one. You're not going to be moving the dang thing. Yeah. We're going to be hauling out. It's going to be home base sort of situation. It's going to be home base. We probably won't even freaking drill holes in it. Yep. In the floor. Like, it's just going to be the kids can go in there and dink Stay around. warm and play. Yep. And have fun. Yep. So, looking forward to that. That'll be pretty cool. Um, and, and just your experience with your Eskimo stuff. Like, love they've it. come a long way. Been very happy Their with quality level Eskimo is that top notch now. Yep. So, that Outbreak 650. That's kind of where I want to start and look at and go, is this big enough or not? Yep. Well, I, I feel like some of it depends on if you, like if we want to do just if that, like right now that's our immediate need, but maybe in the future you want to camp it. Exactly. Maybe in the future yep. we want to have a little, uh, yep. Slumber party. Yep. Yeah. I do. I do want to look at cots too. Yeah. Cause that would be helpful. The, the whole cot idea. Bunk bed down. cots. Bunk bed cots. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bunk beds. Heck yeah. That'd they do sweet. make those. That'd be sweet. I mean, I feel like the guy on the bottom is going to be cold and the guy on the top is going to be just sweating his butt Why would off. the guy on the bottom be cold? <laughs> right by the ice? Well, you're still raised off like a regular I get cot. it, but yeah, like comparatively. But the guy on the, the, the top will yeah. be hot. Yeah. I don't want to be up in a shelter Put the kids anywhere. up there. Dang, it's going to be hot. Um, so anyway, with that hub shelter, that's going to be sweet. And then probably going to get a portable diesel heater. Yeah, running the diesel heater in that hub, hub shelter situation is perfect. Yeah. Yep. Because you have no fumes mm-hmm. going into the shelter. Literally just set the diesel heater outside and blow hot air in. Yep. And we've, and we've done this before if, if you guys haven't really looked at we We discussed this in a podcast episode last year if you guys haven't ever really looked into a diesel heater. Yep. Is that they have two separate chambers. They have the one combustion chamber yep. that brings in air and pushes out exhaust for combustion. And then it brings in also another chamber that brings in air and pushes out hot air. So it's got like a clean air intake and a, and a uh, combustion air intake. Uh, so that makes a big difference. Now, I mean, I'd still recommend having probably a carbon monoxide detector. But I think I think it's good to have no matter what. But I mean, yeah. even you you said you've hooked, you've done that before where you ran it and put the you had a yep. a CO two tester. I had a whole uh, it's like a five gas analyzer, and you almost ended up with less. Yep. By the by the time you ran it up for an hour or two. Yep. I just wanted to check like it, anything you buy that's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to test it and like make sure nothing sketchy is happening. Yep. So that's kind of why I wanted to run it inside there. Um. And yeah, it didn't didn't do anything. It was fine. Yeah. Basically, you know, the the draw of having that is you're pulling in air from outside to burn it to kick it back outside. And then yep. you're pulling air from inside your shelter. Pulling in warm air. To, to heat, heat it up, up and then blowing it back in your shelter. Yep. So you're keeping everything separate. Um, I think know. it's a big deal that you can pull in warm air. Yep. Re- warm, continue to warm up the warm air rather yes. than trying to reheat or trying to heat up cold air. Yep. And now, if we away. do that with a portable heater, then that's not going to be the case. It's going to be heating up cold air all the time uh, you probably in. get the intake inside couldn't you i'm maybe. sure there's a line you could run you could yeah maybe i don't think it really matters that much why that, not in that case there's so much heating capacity in those yep not no a problem. huge deal um the one i have in my otter is a two kilowatt and we're gonna do a five oh. for the hub 
Um, the five is like kind of the standard size. Sure. That two that's quite a bit bigger. Is really a sweet spot. Well, yeah, double. Yeah, two. I didn't realize that. That's what you were looking at. Was a five double. kilowatt yeah. one. There's a lot of space in those hubs, and you want to. Well, what are from what I've read on those diesel heaters, that five kilowatts like a garage heater. It could be, yeah. Like it's sure. big. Yeah, you can just turn it down though. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I get that. You but dial like, it down to whatever. Just capacity you want. wise, like I'm not using a little buddy heater to heat up a garage, but I can use a little buddy heater to heat up my shack. Sure. But that's it's so all it's relative though, because you know when we were out and it was ten below, yeah, temperature makes a big difference. Um, I mean, your two kilowatt is kind of you're on the edge of it's what's pushing. comfortable, but it yeah. was still comfortable. It's not like, but it was, it's running on high all the it time. It was running the whole you time. Know, yeah, just trying to keep it going. So. Yeah, but most heaters would be running pretty high. Yep. Um, the big draw of the diesel heater, of course, lower fuel consumption. Oh yeah, not buying propane you run all the time. All year last year, maybe I might two have, gallon. I might have run two gallons of fuel. Yeah. So whatever, five bucks a gallon for diesel, whatever. Yep. Like. That's that's fine. I would I would burn through, and that's running it propane like you wouldn't believe. You know that weekend we went to the Mississippi, it never really shut off. No, absolutely. The whole yep. three days we were out there. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I I went out tested the diesel heater. It's all good. It nice. ran a couple times through the summer. That that's another big deal about it is to just make sure that's going to run. But yep, yep. <laughs> good stuff. Is there anything else you want to buy this year? Um, oh, or go if you want to go into your live scope setup for this year. Yeah, so with the live scope, I do need so to get that set up. Yeah. Do you need to get a bigger auger? I I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence on that. Yeah. Um. The because the head is seven bigger. inch Strike Master that we both run right now. I think will fit and be fine. Okay. Dimensions wise, we should be good. But it's you know a matter of I guess do we want to do a live scope hole and a fishing hole, which I'm kind of. To that point, if you're going to shove a live scope down your hole, yeah, yes, it's going to have to be two separate ones, right? I mean, I do find myself fishing down the same hole a lot. I know, yeah, and you but can. I do get tangled up quite you, a bit. Also. You can with your your PS22. It's get, still a tight hole because my cord comes out the side rather than going up. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a little tight. I hole. don't know. It's it's going to be a judgment call. I think um, some of the what I'm excited to see at the ice show is the the different options for composite augers sure because you got the pistol bit which super good it's all right the light flight i I like that the og see i don't know i feel like in my mind i like the light flight better because i'm kind of light flight is not an strike master guy the vexlar is the og oh the k drill yeah nobody nobody buys those the k drill is not fishing right i don't know i'm not sold on that um and then you get Razor makes one, Nordic yep. Legend makes one. Yeah, uh, I saw uh, Hawthorne. HT makes one. So what's really got me looking at Razor now is that Hawthorne picked him up to sponsor him. See, and I wonder what's driving that. Well, Brad was, Hawthorne. Was he to little, me, I got a lot of respect for Brad Hawthorne. Was he a little crowded out at the Otter Crowd? And I don't know. Strike Master or whatever. Whenever I hear Brad Hawthorne talk about fishing, though, I'm listening. Brett's ears are perking up. Oh, he drops some such good tidbits well, about fishing. He's he a talks. legit guide. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's out not, there guiding every day. He's not... Owning a guide you service, and, by and the, he shows up every now and then. He's the guide. Like, you can buy, tell yep. by his sunglasses tan. He's out there every damn oh, day. Yeah. That dude's legit. Yeah. So, yeah, he picked up Razor, and then, yeah. Ooh, nice. Uh, that on the mic. And then what? Oh, uh, and then those Nordic. The Nordic legend. The only thing one, that yeah. would back me off of yeah. that is just get blades for it or whatever. Although, you can get them from them for as Brett, long as they're around, Brett. I guess. But. You never buy blades. 
Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm still running the same blades. I still have those blades you gave me two years ago. I didn't even put them on. <laughs> we just do the same deal. We buy the same augers. I'll buy the new blades. I'll run it for a season. Then I'll buy more blades and give you my old I'm ones. still using the original blades that came on it when I bought it from the guy. Or I bought it off Facebook. Oh, that's right. I haven't even got put new blades on it since. It still cuts great. Not as good as it could. Oh, I'm it sure good, it could cut better, but I haven't had any problems with it. It's just funny. Running the panoptics has really cut down the amount of holes I got to cut. Pretty soon you'll be breaking a drill on that thing because it's so dull. Well, I mean, I run a brushed drill. I know. That'll be the next thing that'll go. Well, she's old. Drill just catch on that fire. Drill, in that your drill hands. don't stop. No. It don't stop. No, those are that drill wasn't. That drill was built like a tank. Um, I wanted to test out. Brandon's got a 18 volt hammer drill sure. that we could run an adapter on. I'll try that sucker. Ooh, <laughs> really? Put the screws to it. That's what kind of surprised me about uh, when Sean took his drill out. Was that a Milwaukee or was that a? That's a Milwaukee brushed. Yeah, mine's brushed. Mine's a yeah. Dewalt brushed. His, his but his is, was his was like the Home his Depot is like the version. compact version yeah yeah the homeowner the the suburban homeowner version versus yeah it really really pulled that pistol bit down yeah that that's what people don't really realize about that is that's a that's a lot of force it takes a lot of torque to turn those yeah yep Yep. you better have a handle on it or a clam plate which i don't know i might be still i still love the clam i might be turning on the clam plate why i might be just doing a straight handle on the drill light flight i just like the ergonomics of it like, I, it just feels it's, natural in the it's hand. It's nice. Yeah. You got good control. Yep. You got two good hands on it. I mean, yeah. I I'm like not, it. I'm not sold on the 40 volt for what we do. I mean, I get guys no. that are up, you know, fishing lots of ice, yeah. uh, having the 40 volt, have the extra capacity. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, if I was up, you know, as far north as Leech Lake, you know, way up there where you're drilling through several feet ice every day, yep. that sort of situation. I would probably be more apt for the designated electric auger. Where where we're at, I yep. mean, sure, towards the end of the season, we'll get into 18 inches. Yep. Maybe two feet. Uh, but that's it. Like, yep. I don't. to me, it's not worth it. That's that. where, I don't know, on that 24 volt. I might look at that a little bit, too. Maybe. But it's still just a it, designated battery. And I know. Everything. And then I'm getting away from DeWalt and just... I'm not saying that I would, but I'm just saying if I got another kind of battery platform, sure, then that's another battery. Yep. It's another charger. Yep. I, you know, I only have, I have to buy a battery and another battery yep. to have a spare or whatever. Um, DeWalt, I'm pretty far in on. I did kill a DeWalt battery this year in the boat that sank. Oh, yeah. The five amp hour was in my drill. They don't like to get wet. In the back, got wet. That is the thing about DeWalt nope. batteries. They don't like, I don't know. Maybe others don't like to get wet either. I don't know. But we've had several experiences with the DeWalt yep. batteries getting wet. Yep. Uh, and they're not happy. Um, the other thing I want to try is some knockoff DeWalt batteries. Because there yep. are monster batteries out there. Yeah. Cheap. I bought. Well, I bought the knockoff uh, Black & Decker batteries. They work pretty good. I mean, any difference? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, all I'm charging is a weed eater uh, a leaf blower and a speaker. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not a huge deal, and I hate weed eating. So I mean, I'm not using <laughs> it too much. Hardly doing it at all. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the knockoff batteries would be too bad. You know, they don't really scare me too much. No. Now. No. Um, some of those that I was looking at are like nine a nine amp hour, supposedly 
DeWalt battery is like a 80 six. bucks. And, but what I've read on them, and then it's it's like comparable to a DeWalt 6. Sure. Like yep. that's how you could compare them. Yep. Just knock a couple amp hours off. Yeah. and You're good. You can still buy, I mean, a 6 They're amp hour. They're for as cheap as they are. You oh, can buy yeah. 10 of those suckers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. The other thing that I'm not sure on, though, is how to run that diesel heater. What kind of battery I want to do there. Mm. Generator. We could do that. <laughs> Roll the old Predator out there. We'll bring there. both Predators. I'll run the chili. I'll run the crock pot. You run the diesel batter, or diesel. Uh, you laugh, heater. but that's sounds pretty dang, pretty dang good. We won't be able to set up on our bluegill spots. We want to set up. Well, I mean, the spot. kids are gonna be off. They're gonna be scaring stuff away. Like we need the kids to be. Yeah, little ways away from the actual away. fishing spot. Um, that's gonna be a hell of a train. We're gonna be running off the back of the two of the one twenty five this year. Um, the other, the other thing that I I haven't talked to you about, but. Doing a little research on some solar stuff. Ooh. And uh, one of the guys I follow on YouTube makes, like, just the coolest, like, the coolest solar projects. One of them that he does is basically, you know, the those, like, portable generators they have that are a battery that have an inverter, you know, like, they got yep. outlets on it, and then you can plug solar in to recharge it, whatever. Yep, yep. He makes his own version uh, that's, like, half the price of these other ones and is twice the capacity basically. So what he did was took a milk crate, took a 50 amp hour lithium iron phosphate battery, uh, 12 volt, and then had a inverter. That's like a 600 watt inverter. So you could run, you can't run a crock pot off it, Yeah, but you could get a, you could upsize the inverter, whatever. That's fine. Um, and then he runs a solar charge controller in between and then he can have like a 200 watt solar panel off on the side running into that and just perpetually keep that battery charged off Ooh, of solar yeah so i mean i think about all the times we're out fishing we're out there on weekends right when it's yep. bright but there's not a ton of sun anyway in the winter yeah it so might be tough i don't know if that'd really do it but you could charge it off an ac outlet too sure no big deal yeah you know you could just go plug it in the wall charge that up there you go. You can run your diesel heater. You can run your everything lights off of it, whatever. Yep. 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 So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'll have to see what we can do to power it. They don't come with like a little battery to put in them that's uh-huh. in them? That or we just drag a car battery out there. I mean, we already got a ton of stuff. We're, all so. got, we're already going to have a train. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a car battery in the back. Yeah. Runner all day. Yep. But yeah, it would be cool to do an overnight trip. Yeah. Get the hub out there. I'd be down with do that. Do an overnight. Um, I kind of... I kind of know where to go to avoid getting skunked on an overnight trip. Do you? Based on some other experience, but. Good. Yeah. I think that'd be sweet. And we need to fish some other spots that we've never tried this year before. I like the tried and true. I know. I know. <laughs> we we get so settled in on what we're doing. but Well, that bluegill bite, I'm pretty jazzed about that. I know. Like, that's just like clockwork. But I can catch bluegills. I know uh, where they're at. Yeah, but they're getting to be pretty nice out they there. They are nice. It's just and it's just like clockwork. Mm-hmm. They start up about noon, they die off right at dusk. Yep, done. Yep, you catch your damn limit right. out there. I just sharpshoot them with the PS twenty two. Yeah, PS twenty two and the schoolie. Yep, yeah. Are you getting any more schoolies this year? You all stocked up? Mm, I got two hanging. I think on the I broke one last to, year, so I might have to need look. to tear into them. I don't remember. I, I need to look into it. They're still sitting in my rods or my rod holder. Yep, rod case. Uh, no, I haven't looked much at the gear. 
as far as fishing tackle. I see you picked up a few new Widowmaker uh, yep. things. Got their uh, tungsten shrimp this year. So it's kind of a, let me pull those out. Kind of a vertical presentation bait. Yeah. Man, their paint jobs are slick. I mean, yeah, look, they, look they, it reminds me of kind of like one. a, is it a daredevil? Is that the is that the bait I'm thinking of? It reminds me kind of that. Yeah, I mean. Except it's tungsten instead these of look tin. sweet. They got your gold one right in there, too. Yep. I like the colors that they come up with that. Yep. Like some of the color, the, that crackerized color scheme the or the Wonder Bread's stuff, pretty yeah. cool. So I just got the, the whole multi-pack, little, one of everything. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not always, always, I'm not always sold on everything needs to be tungsten. Sometimes the, uh, the original lead or tin version is just fine. Well, and that's that's just something that's that's interesting in the past few years. There's there's lots of companies that are making interesting profiles, in, interesting baits. You know, some but that's the that's the tough stuff. part about tungsten yep. is you can't just pour it and ha- like lead. I can just make my mold, heat yep. it up, pour it, and make that bait. Where yep. tungsten, you kind of I don't know exactly the process, but it's much harder. It's much more difficult to work. Involves some shady characters in Russia, who Russia knows? and China. Who knows if they're even pulling out of Russia anymore? I think they do have to get these out of China, don't they? I don't think or they're China. getting tungsten yeah. out uh, in the U.S. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to try those out this year. Add them to the jig box. You're going to have to get another jig box. I know. Just overcrowding. Man, I like this. Stack I think it's a glow. Looks kind of like a cheetah. No, maybe a tiger. It's got stripes and set spots. I guess. The tiger glow. Yeah, I do like that. That, look, that looks good. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see uh, battery options and how I want to run that. I mean, I could run a DeWalt battery again. Sure. The problem is you got to step down the voltage, do a 12-volt converter, mm. drop it down so it can run. But that's not the end of the world either. No, but, nah, I know. Then it would match the other heater. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, and you just swap out batteries swap or batteries. have batteries with you. Yep, make it run however I want. That might be the best option. Those diesel heaters, though, uh, I sent you that post from Trick Your Trap. If anyone's following that. People think too hard. Oh, my gosh. There's a guy on there talking about how I get rid of condensation inside your shelter. And one guy was like, oh, you could buy the, the silica gel beads, you know, and like, what What are you going to do? Like, put a... put a, What are you going to hang them from the ceiling? Yeah. Put a jar of those out and like... Even that's not Drip water it. into it. Even from that's there. not going to do it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I get the condensation thing. That that is yeah. a big deal. It's just propane's a wet heat. Yep. Just is. Yep. Um, the diesel heat is dry. That is amazing. You, you might need to put a humidifier in that thing. Yep. Yeah. You dry your, you'll <laughs> chap your lips. It dries you out. Your yep. nose is starting to bleed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dry. Yeah. Um, but that's so interesting, guys. Are there's a guy talking about like making this copper coil evaporator yeah, yeah, system yeah, 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 yeah. to like run cold water through to like make make the air condense on it and then drip down and remove it by the time you buy enough copper to do that you just buy a diesel heater oh my gosh it's just it's funny i love i love that page though when that page first started there's such cool cool stuff on there you know guys just doing the craziest stuff do you think for this uh hub we're gonna should we go with a floor right away should we buy interlocking mats right away and just yeah. to do that yes yeah yep the floor i think will be key yeah uh, i, I also right. heard about doing a tarp first and then the lay the tarp mats. then the floor yep 
So then obviously no holes. Well, that way you're getting, you're not, well, yeah, I mean, you could, you could do something in there, pop holes in your tarp if you wanted, but you, the main thing was like, that's for camping specifically. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. You yeah. could have a completely dry floor. You're running around in your socks. No problem. Gotcha. Versus, oh shoot, I got these interlocking mats and now it's starting to melt underneath. Water's coming, Water's up, coming up and gotcha. getting to be a mess. Yep. Yep. So, yep. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, if you're listening to this and you guys do a lot of hub shelter camping slash HQ sort of stuff, uh, shoot us some ideas that you have because I think we're, this year we'll probably be trying to outfit that, figure yep. out what we need, what we want, what we like, what we don't like. Uh, yeah, we're, give us we're a jiggle. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do like camping, but never done ice camping. No, I haven't either. So that'll be interesting to... I do know for one thing is you want to, with the straps out the side, you know, put a little twist in the strap. <laughs> yes. So it doesn't just hum all night long with the wind. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. I know that sound pretty well. Dang. And it's always windy out there. That's the other thing. We need yep. to get good at tying those that hub down. Yep. Screwing her in. Otherwise, I don't think I have a whole lot planning on buying this year. Well, like uh, other other gear, you know, like, tackle and and rods and and that kind of stuff we were pretty set up yeah yeah i wouldn't mind doing a custom rod though Another well i thought you're tuned rod. up custom rods were custom i know but we could do a cool short <laughs> short rod show wrap on one or something i I just think that'd be that'd be sweet yeah something something different i mean that's part of the fun right ice fishing that's i mean you don't have to tell me yeah a wrapped it. handle I'd, with the, with our short rod show, yes. like the cracker, uh, the the cracked ice yes. logo would be pretty sick. Yep, gosh, that'd be awesome. Yep, and then we can make it totally custom, like it's the short rod show action, right? Ultra, ultra, ultra light action. No, not even close. Schooly action. <laughs> Just yes. pool cue stick. <laughs> the pool, the pool cue. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. All it is is a schooly rod. Well, you just get the schoolie, the the white part, the 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 rod mm-hmm. portion, and then you just put your regular reel on there, like a yep. reel where you could put a, a spinning reel on it. I was going to say just the schoolie reel and wrap the schoolie reel. That'd be sweet. Oh, you could print right on that side. Sure, that'd be pretty cool. Ah, man, so many ideas. I love the the fresh season. Like yeah, I know. just just getting into. Breaking down, figuring everything so out. So many ideas, so much excitement. We haven't been beat down yet. I uh, know. <laughs> still optimistic that we might yes. have ice in December. Yep. Oh, yeah. I when mean, in reality, we won't get it till middle of January. November, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm fired up about it. Yeah. It was 60-some degrees today, but it's going it to get down cold to the 30 tonight. Exactly. Yeah. Heck that yeah. doesn't make ice, but it'll be close. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so much optimism and motivation. That's yeah, good. Ho- yeah. Hopefully you guys are hopefully we feeling can maintain the same way. that through Christmas at least. Yep. Uh but basically around around where we're at, it's pretty dang good if we're getting out before Christmas. If you can get a couple days out before Christmas, you're in yep. good shape. Yep. Uh Spud Bar, mandatory for sure if you're yep. going out. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, we've been on some sketchy stuff. Never went through though. Nope. Spud bar saved Keeps you out. Yep. yep. Know your spud bar. Be friends with it. Yep. Absolutely. Cool, Brett. Anything else? No, I think that's about all the new gear I'm getting this year. We're at least playing on it. Uh, I'm very excited for the show, though. We'll yep. go up there, check things out, talk to some cool people. Um, 
go up to the Eskimo guys and have them sell us on their on their hubs. Well, what we'll do is we'll shake them down. All right. Eskimo versus otter versus Nordic versus clam. Yep. Well, clam. although I'm not gonna buy a clam. I was gonna say clams out. In my we'll book. we'll let them think that we're gonna buy. A clam. They are. They're getting better too. But I don't know. I just got a bad I do. Taste the, in my mouth on what's clam interesting stuff. about their clam the the their canvas is how it's sewn stitched. It lets light in through the stitching. Yeah, it's like how they melt it. Yeah, together. That part is uh, intriguing to me. I don't know. Makes like it look that, like there's nothing there. Yeah, but I like that it lets a lot of light in. Yeah. Well, that's if if you just run your little chintzy lights too. Yeah, that's why I don't want them to have to buy lights. Natural <laughs> <laughs> light only. Yeah. I don't know. Clams out in my book. I don't like that color well, blue. Well, there goes our clam sponsorship. The light blue. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> yeah. We'll never meet Jason Mitchell at this at this rate. Nordic Legends, though, if you're listening, send us give a us note. a jingle. Well, or we could jingle them. I mean, they yeah. have the internet too. <laughs> they have the internet too. I feel like they're just really flying under the radar. Yep, that's awesome. Yep, just taking it as it comes. Yep, pretty cool. Awesome, Brett. Well, we'll catch you next time on. The Short Rod Show.